Welcome to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. Enjoy this new message from Pastor Brian Gibbs. Psalm 86. I want to give you just two portions of Scripture tonight just to kind of lay a foundation this evening. In verse 9, I'm going to begin to read. All nations whom you have made shall come and worship you, worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great, and you do wondrous things. You alone are God. Hallelujah. All nations whom you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name, for you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. I want you to say two words tonight, all nations. All nations. We are living in a magnificent time in human history. We are actually living in a very extraordinary time. And I truly believe with all of my heart that we are living in the last days. I believe that we are living in the days where we will see the coming of the Lord for his bride. And I believe we are living in the day where we will see the kingdom of God come on earth as it is in heaven with Jesus returning and ruling upon his throne, the throne of David, where from Jerusalem. I believe that. I believe that. Are you here? Do you believe that? I truly believe in my lifetime we will see this. I believe it with all my heart. I want to give you just a couple key points tonight. <clears throat> when a surfer goes out to begin to catch the wave, the first thing that a surfer has to do is they have to discern where they believe that the wave is about to break. That's number one if you're taking some notes tonight. A surfer has to be able to discern where he or she believes the next wave is about to break. So you have to discern. Everybody get that? That's the first thing that you have to do. You have to discern where you believe the next wave is about to break. The second thing a, a surfer does is once they begin to discern where they believe it's about to break, they get themselves in position to catch that wave. Number two, you have to get in position. First of all, you have to discern rightly where you believe the wave is about to break. Number two, you have to get yourself in position, right? A lot of the ways you can get, get yourself in position is through prayer and through fasting and through watching and through seeking and knocking. Amen? Number three is when the wave breaks, you do not hesitate and you push yourself in sync with the momentum to catch the wave. Now, right now, it is no secret that all eyes are on Israel, specifically Jerusalem. And we are living, once again, we're living in the most extraordinary, fascinating, historic times on planet Earth. And all eyes truly are, once again, looking to Israel. Next week, next week, the United States will move their embassy, our embassy, we will move our embassy from the, the city of Tel Aviv, we will move it to the city of Jerusalem next week. Come on. In just days from now, we will literally have our embassy in Jerusalem. Just before the celebration of the 70-year anniversary of Israel becoming 
a nation. May 14th, 1948. May 14th, 1948. Now, there's a lot to unpack here, and we've got to move. We've got to move tonight. We're, we're, let's just catch the wave. Hey, man, I'm trying to discern and get myself in position to ride a wave. A quick wave. <laughs> I want you to try to wrap your mind around this from the time that Jesus prophesied in Matthew 24 when his disciples began to walk with him in the streets of Jerusalem and talk about the grandeur of the temple. Jesus said these words. He said, there will be not one stone of this left upon another. And and minds began to melt when they began to think about the complexity of this statement that Jesus said there will not be one stone left upon another yet he said tear this temple down and in three days I will make it rise again wow and Jesus was inviting them into a revelation he was inviting them into a mystery that had been hidden from all the ages past now imagine now after the other side of the resurrection, A.D. 70, Israel is attacked and completely annihilated and destroyed. And from that time, from A.D. 70, this is hard to wrap our minds around, folks. From A.D. 70, from that time when, is, when Jerusalem was overtaken and destroyed, and the people of Israel went to the four corners of the world. From that time until our lifetime, May of 1948, the Jewish people never had control and authority back into their homeland until 70 years ago next week. Think about that. Think about that. Wow. It's amazing. That we are literally living in this Kairos moment. It's amazing we're alive and the things that are getting ready to come upon planet earth into alignment with God's timetable. Many prophecy preachers have always said from that moment, from that moment of May 14th, 1948, the prophetic clock began to tick to bring us back in sync with what God has already declared from the beginning. We know that God declares the end from the beginning, that He finishes a thing, then He goes back and He starts it and He walks through time fulfilling all that He said would come about. And right now we are moving into a synchronization of time catching up to the decree of the Lord in this hour. It was no small thing, no small thing, that our president came into alignment, and this administration came into alignment, and brought our nation into alignment to make the decree that Jerusalem is the eternal capital of Israel. It's no small thing. I was having lunch with a, a businessman in our region this week, and he told me, he said, I had a lady tell me that you were not a man of God. She warned me about you. You are not a man of God. And I said, wow, that's good to know. Thank you very much. Lunch was going great. And he said, well, why is that? Why do you say that about Brian Gibbs? She says, he prays for Donald Trump. He prays for Donald Trump. He leads his church to pray corporately for Donald Trump. He's not a man of God. You're welcome. <laughs> Folks, I'm telling you. 
Oh my, help me Jesus. Listen, listen. God is so good and so gracious. Do I understand the complexities of our president's past? No way. It's the biggest yo-yo bunch of junk I have ever seen. But I'm going to tell you something. God is so good in his mercy and grace that he will put his anointing on people at the right time, at the right place, at the right season. Why? Because he is a God that will pour out his spirit on all flesh. He will put his anointing and power on men and women at the right time. And I'm telling you, I believe that he is a man for this hour for this season for this time are his mistakes glaring oh yes they are and so is ours wow are you with me I want to say again it is no small thing that our president has put us into alignment with what God wants to do with Israel and I'll just tell you I know and you know he has put our nation on the right side of history He's put it in a line with the Word of God. Come on. Come on. May 14th, 1948. Here we stand now at a 70-year anniversary for Israel. In 1948, there was an outpouring called the Latter Rain Outpouring. It was a movement of the Holy Spirit that hit this planet, literally hit this planet in 1948. So you have a convergence of a historical event of Israel. And again, we know that this was a fulfillment of Isaiah 66 and verse 8. This is interesting. Isaiah 66 and verse 8, it says, Who has ever seen such a thing? Who, who has even fathomed such a thing? Yet when Zion, or shall, shall a nation be born in a day? Yet when Zion travailed, it brought forth its sons and daughters or its children. We never saw such a thing, but in, an, in a one day, a nation was birthed and born again. There was, did you hear that? It was born again. Isaiah said, we, we've never seen such a thing. It's a, it's a spectacle. It's a mystery. It's a marvel. Yet when Zion gave birth or was in labor, it, in a day, a nation was born. In 1948, the latter rain movement was birthed. In 1967, Israel won the Six-Day War, which is also called the Yom Kippur War. In 1967, Israel won a war against Syria, and they took back all of Jerusalem then as their eternal capital. In 1967, a movement once again hit the earth called the Jesus People Movement. In 1960, are you seeing the correlation? 48 and 48, 67 and 67. In the Jesus people movement, at that time, Jews all over the earth began to, to encounter their Messiah and come into the kingdom and be born again. Right now, we are at a precipice of another 70-year cycle. How many of you remember the 70-year cycle when Daniel was praying and he was before the Lord, Israel had been taken captive in Babylon for 70 years. 
And then he came upon the word of, of Jeremiah, the prophecy of Jeremiah that said that they would be banished and exiled into a land for 70 years. And when Daniel discerned, again, what, what does the surfer do? He discerns where the wave is about to break. He gets himself in position. When the wave breaks, then he moves suddenly and builds momentum to jump into the wave. It's exactly what Daniel did. Daniel saw that and he discerned from Jeremiah's prophetic word that the exile banished Jews that had been in slavery now in Babylon for 70 years, God was going to bring them up with his strong right hand and deliver them. And we know that soon after that, what happened? Daniel went and he positioned himself how? By fasting and praying. He set himself to pray and fast and decree and declare and come into alignment. And this is important. Into alignment and agreement with what God was desiring and saying that he would do. What am I saying? Is that you have to get yourself in alignment and agreement and position with the wave. You can't just spectate. You have to participate and come into alignment and agreement with God to say, I'm stepping into what you're going to do. We know that Daniel's prayers, he was delayed. We know that the prince of Persia fought in the heavenly realms. And, and the angel Gabriel, he was delayed. You're, you're tracking with me. He was delayed for 21 days and then finally, finally coming to Daniel. What happens soon after that? Well, we learn that Cyrus then makes the decree. Cyrus makes the decree that the children of Israel are to now be loosed out of bondage and sit back to Jerusalem to rebuild Jerusalem. I want to say this. And I'm moving fast, and I'm, I apologize, I'm going so fast. And I'm painting with a lot of broad strokes tonight. We declared something. I, when, when, when Cody sent me the list, and, um, and he, I, I, was, I was putting the songs in the pro presenter earlier this morning, and I, I saw that, behold, he comes riding on the clouds, shining like the sun, and the trumpet call, lift your voice, it's the year of Jubilee out of Zion's hill, salvation comes. Sorry, I'm not the singer here. So I want you to hear this tonight. This is, this is what I want to decree and release and what I feel like we're going to move in prayer for in just, a, in just a few moments. When a jubilee happens, it means that prisoners are released and captives are let go and set free. When... when when out of the 70-year time when they were taken captive in Babylon, you got to catch this. When God released them by His Spirit, by the decree of Cyrus, what happened? They were, were speaking prophetically, but were speaking naturally. Israel was let go out of their prison and captivity from Babylon. And they were commissioned with a blessing from Cyrus to go back and rebuild Jerusalem. I believe I'm not a prophet of doom and gloom. And I'm not scared of hard words either. I believe we're going to come into a day of very, very sobering things in the earth. But I'm not a doom and gloom prophet. I'm a messenger of hope. I believe... 
that we are on the precipice now of a new 70-year jubilee bursting forth as Israel celebrates their 70-year anniversary, I believe that in the nations, all nations shall go and worship the Lord. Say all nations. All nations shall go and worship the Lord in glory. All nations. I believe we are about to witness. We know in part, Brian does, uh, Brian's got a part. We see in part, we know in part, we prophesy in part. I believe we are about to witness a jubilee coming to the nations of the earth that which we have never even conceptually imagined or dreamed. And right now, we have a sliver and a foretaste of it in North and South Korea. Come on. Are you seeing what God, are you seeing what God is doing in North and South Korea right now? It is a miracle. It is a sign and a wonder. It is a miracle. Two days ago, it was decreed that they were going to actually let Christianity come into North Korea. These are not fake Facebook reports. This is legitimate news. Are you hearing me? Folks, you know, the prophet Habakkuk, I don't know how much time I got, but I'm cruising on this wave. I've waxed up that surfboard and I'm moving. Habakkuk 1.5, God says, he says, I'm going to do something, Habakkuk, in your day that is going to utterly astound you, that even if I told you, you would not be able to believe it. Now, unfortunately, in that context and in that scenario, God was saying, I'm actually going to bring enemies into your nation, and I'm going to judge you. <laughs> wow. We've been under a lot of judgments in this nation. And I, I actually want to speak to that for just a moment. I believe in our nation, I believe we are about ready to see the judgments of God on lawlessness and corruption. I believe that the church, the remnant church that has been calling out, crying out, filling the bowls of intercession, praying to God, God, loose forth righteousness, loose forth justice. God, loose forth righteousness, loose forth justice, which is what? It is the very foundation of the throne of God. And the church has been crying out, vexed over what we have seen in our nation. I believe we're going to see the severity of God, the justice of God, the righteousness of God coming on the corruption of this nation and making it right. I believe it. I believe it. I'm decreeing it. I have to decree it. But he told Habakkuk, he said, I'm going to do something in your day. I'm going to do something in your day, in your time, in your generation. That even if I told it to you, you wouldn't be able to believe it. I believe that we are at that precipice right now in this time in history. I believe that God is going to move in the nations. Again, we are seeing it. Answered prayer to North and South Korea. Folks, sometimes we lose sight of the tickings of these things. We were literally on the brink many, many months, many, many months on the brink of nuclear warfare. And a lot of the, lot of the church was asleep at the wheel, not even praying into it. But there was a praying and remnant church that was interceding on the behalf of the heart and soul of North and South Korea. And I'm telling you, folks... Decades, decades, decades of prayers being lifted up is now, I believe, beginning to tip. 
And the prayers of the saints has been rendered in the courts of heaven. And God is saying, I will loose forth mercy. I will loose forth forgiveness. I will loose forth reformation. I will loose forth transformation. I will loose forth the healing of the nations. Wow. Are you hearing this tonight? Are You're hearing it, but are you believing it? Are you believing it? Wow. I want to go back to this point, and then I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to wrap it up. The surfer has to discern where he believes the wave's going to break. Then he's got to get himself in position. We are discerning right now that God is going to move in a wave of potential outpouring and awakening and revival upon America like we've never seen before. And many of us have gotten ourselves in position for many years. You've been faithful for many years. You've prayed, you've cried, you've interceded, you've fasted for many years. For many years, the Holy Spirit has encouraged your heart. Don't grow weary in well-doing. Don't grow weary in well-doing. Be strengthened. And you've positioned yourself. I believe the wave is about to break here in America. I believe in my heart of hearts that we are coming into a true third great awakening. I believe we're going to see an unprecedented revival and outpouring of the Holy Ghost that is going to confound us. It's going to be like we're dreaming. We're, it's going to be like you're pinching yourself saying, is this really happening? And sometimes, let's see, what I'm doing right now is not pom-poms and high-kicking for you. I'm speaking to your spirit because your spirit ascertains this. Your spirit knows it to be true. Your spirit is hearing the whispering of the Spirit of God saying, it is true and it is coming. And what we are doing is we are positioning ourselves for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Psalm 86, he said, all nations, all nations, all nations, all nations. I was talking to a friend of mine just the other day. And he said, Brian, he said, I saw a very short season of war happening in the Middle East and he said, I saw an open vision of an innumerable count of warring and heavenly angels in the Middle East. And he said, I saw a very short window or time of war. He said, but what I saw, I said, God, what are those angels? What, what is their assignment? What are those? And he said, son, those are my harvest angels. Those are my harvest angels. And he said, Brian... God told me that once this short season of war blasts forth and we move through it, we're going to see the greatest harvest of the Middle East we've ever known and we've ever seen. Hallelujah. All nations, all nations, all nations, Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Iran, God moving in the nations. I'm telling you, you all know God has been enlarging your heart. 
He's been enlarging your heart. He's been enlarging my heart. He has been stretching us for decades so that we could see a global vision, a global harvest of the nations that he has literally written us into the story to participate with what he wants to do in the nations. Let's receive it. Let's position ourselves. Let's step into it. I believe we're going to see great, great mercy pour upon the nation of Israel. I wanted to do this tonight, and I don't have the time, and I do apologize. But um, I don't apologize for what we did because it's been a beautiful night. Amen? It's been a beautiful night. Perhaps your assignment this week is to refresh again and soak in Romans chapter 9, chapter 10, chapter 11. Maybe to put a new slant on your 9-11. You know? Romans 9, 10, and 11. And I wish I could do this justice tonight, but I cannot. But, but Paul goes through this epic discourse to, to cause us to understand the unfolding of the genius of God, of Jesus being rejected by Israel, so that the gospel could go to the four corners of the globe to the Gentiles, and that at the fullness of time, God would, God would wrap up a massive epic plan, an unfolding of what he calls the ending of the times of the Gentiles, that, that then he would shift his move and point his most profound masterpiece work, covenant work, to the people of Israel, and that he would remove the spiritual blindness that has been there in part, and that Christ would be revealed to them, and they would be grafted back in to the family of God, that God would remove the scales and the spiritual blindness, and they would receive Jesus. We are now racing. We are now racing to the time of the end of the Gentiles. The harvest of the Gentile nations, God fulfilling it, and now moving into his masterpiece work of Israel. Folks, we are alive on planet Earth at the most magnificent time. We were born for it. Thank God we were born for it. Let's all stand. Let's put our Bibles aside. Thank you for a good sprint, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Let's do this tonight with hands lifted. Father, I, I want to decree, and I want to declare, Lord, as for me and this house, we position ourselves and we come into alignment with your work, with your masterpiece work, Lord, the things that you declared, Lord, before time began. And now, Lord, it is being synchronized. Lord, we step into your story, God, as covenant sons and daughters. Lord, let us be a part 
of the outpouring of the Spirit of God in this state, in this region, in this nation. God, move us into that place of outpouring, God. Move us into that place of unprecedented harvest, O God. Unprecedented harvest, God, of the hour of wonders and signs and miracles and salvation bursting forth. And Lord, use this house, use this company of believers as an ecclesia, God, to seed the nations, God, with intercession, with prayer, and with the miraculous God throughout the earth. God, stretch us, stretch us, enlarge our heart. Enlarge our heart, O oh God. To see the earth, to see the nations, to see Israel and celebrate and rejoice. And to set ourselves, Lord, like a Daniel of old, to come into agreement with that which you have decreed and declared in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Is there anything too hard for the Lord God? No! Is there anything impossible for the Lord our God? No! Nothing, nothing is impossible to the Lord. Nothing is impossible. Let your heart and let your mind be renewed in the Spirit of God to decree, to declare, to prophesy, to proclaim the year of the Lord and the jubilees of God. Hallelujah. Let it be so, O oh God. Lord, we declare that there will be a loosing of captives. A loosing of captives. Lord, we declare that for North Korea right now. The tens of thousands of Christians in captivity. Oh God, liberate, liberate. We say jubilee over North Korea. Jubilee, jubilee over North Korea, God. Open the prison gates, oh Lord. Open the prison gates, God. Open up the prison gates, God, to the captives. In the name of Jesus. You said the Spirit of the Lord God is upon us. You've anointed us, God, to loose captives from prison. And we declare it, God, over the nations. We declare it over Asia. We declare it over Russia. We declare it over the Middle East, God. We declare it over Africa, oh God. The loosing of captives. The loosing of captives. And Lord, I want to boldly again, I want to bless President Trump. When everyone else is cursing him, I want to bless him, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you forgive sin. 
You're the God that forgives sins. You're the God that removes our humiliations from us, God. You don't hold his sin against him, God. You don't hold his perversions or his past or whatever it is against him, God. We just loose mercy and grace over his life, God. Help him in this time, God. Help him in this time of confusion in the name of Jesus. Strengthen him, God. I know that many have prophesied that President Trump is a modern-day Cyrus. And the word of the Lord in Chronicles 20, verse 20, it says, Believe the word of the Lord and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Regardless of what your political persuasion is, the word of God stands. I believe he is a modern-day Cyrus. He's far from perfect, and his imperfections are horrible. Horrible. But so have our sins been before God. So, Lord, we ask you to let mercy triumph over judgment on President Trump. In Jesus' name. And, Lord, I pray, I pray what the prophets have said concerning him being a Cyrus, that, Lord God, he will fulfill his divine commission. May he fulfill his divine assignment. May he, come on, are you praying with me or am I just praying for you? Come on, come on. Come on. Lord, may he fulfill his divine assignment. May he fulfill his divine assignment. And we declare that the plans of the wicked one will not prevail over this administration in the name of Jesus. And Father, I want to declare, God, that the unity between America and Israel, it will not be broken. It will never be broken. Hallelujah! It'll never be broken, God. Lord, I pray for that covenant brotherhood between Benjamin Netanyahu and President Trump, God, that those men will become brothers, brothers of covenant, God, unbreakable, unquenchable, unshakable, unstoppable. In the name of Jesus, in Israel tonight, we bless you and we pray as Paul prayed. We pray tonight that Israel shall be saved that the spiritual blindness will be removed from Israel. In the name of Jesus, receive your King. Receive your Messiah, Israel. Let your kingdom come, Lord. Let your kingdom come. And let your will be done in Israel as it is in heaven. Thank you for listening to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. For more information, go to our website at victoryfla.com.